And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show. And my name is Sheldon Alexander, joined once again by my guy, Mr. Bellamo. Bellamo, what's good, my dude? Too many turnovers, too many misses. <laughs> good, brother. Something I'm like good. that. Something yeah. like that. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Wrap It Up podcast. As always, Wrap It Up brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop 2013 Danforth Avenue on the Danforth in the city of Toronto, east side, of course. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call. 416-917-4833 to book your appointment now. Well, 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 I feel like Raptors fans are upset after this one. This is what I like to call a big boy game. Yep. And one team came out as if it was a big boy game. And the other team was the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors go down to the Milwaukee Bucks in a battle for first first place mm -hmm. Raptors lose 105 92 again Raptors lose 105 92 lots of hype coming into this game as the Toronto Raptors of course as we mentioned they came in a half game back of Milwaukee they needed this game to the tie, tie the head-to-head -head matchup yeah. for the season they did not play well at all no first impressions what what's your biggest takeaway from just how just big of a disappointment this was for the Raptors where was everybody? No yeah. one showed up. Yeah. I mean, again, we've stressed this so many times of what is Kyle and what's he, like, what's our second score look like? Mm -hmm. Tonight was Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Lit it up. And, I mean, at the right opportune time, his name's up in trade deadline day and big, uh, his name's been dangling out there. Um, but besides that, for tonight... I mean, you just you can't have games like this where I don't know the exact tally, but they're one for fifteen and beyond the arc in the first half. Yeah, I mean, uncharacter uncharacteristic turnovers. All in all, a pathetic performance from the Raptors. It's just, yeah, you look down the line, and this game was just weird from the from the jump, right? Mm -hmm. Like Danny Green played four minutes and, and then had, had to leave virus. the game, yeah. had like a stomach virus or something. He left the game, mm -hmm. didn't play much, only played thirteen minutes, but he went over in this game, over yeah. four. Go through the rest of the Raptors starters. You mentioned Kyle Lowry, big news coming in, making his fifth making straight All Star time. game. Didn't play like, that. but in this game. 10 points, 4 of 11 shooting, 1 of 6 from 3. Yeah. Serge Ibaka, 12 and 10, but Serge, 4 of 15 from the floor. Kawhi Leonard, one of his worst shooting nights in a Raptor uniform. 7 of 20, 16 points. Yeah. Ends his run of consecutive games with scoring at least 20 points. Oh, and this was probably the biggest game. This would have been the game to tie Vince, tie too. Vince, yeah. No, yeah. to tie or take the lead? Tie? Tie, I'm pretty sure. I think Vince we'll, was at we'll 23. Yeah. Okay. And, but uh, regardless, yeah. A bad look for Kawhi in this game, not playing well. And Siakam, the lone bright spot, 28 yep. points, 12 of 19 With shooting. the bench. Mostly. With the bench mob was most of the damage. You but know, I think when your starters play like that, you don't really have yeah. much of a chance in a big boy game like and this. You know what? I mean, a lot of uh, the fans and the, the community that, that we've engaged into right now have been saying it, and they missed JV tonight. JV, he gives he gives a little bit of that oomph and, and, and the rebounds. And besides Ibaka, really, they they were just getting outboarded. 
I don't know. I, I make it. I make it for me a lot more simplistic. Your stars got to be your stars, yeah. and, right? And, and, and shooting, yeah. if your stars don't show up in these big time games, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because hey, we said Kawhi didn't really have that great of a game. Giannis only finished with 19 points hey, himself. Four or five, four fouls in the first half. Yeah. Right. It came down to you mentioned three point shooting. The Bucks started off hot. They cooled off as yeah. of late, but the Raptors it was just, just they buried themselves. Yeah, they yeah. shot terribly from the floor, from three especially. Just not a good look for the Raptors at all. Yeah, and when you – I mean, the game plan against the Raptors right now, it seems, is the first quarter, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and obviously, Budenhoser sees that the Raptors aren't shooting well, so you double Kawhi and let the other Raptors beat you. Yeah. And that's what the whole game came down to pretty much. Yeah. Right? They, they couldn't shoot. I'll admit, I got super fired up early. I didn't even say what's up to the people yeah, on Twitter up, or the people on Instagram. Shout to the people for joining us and being a part of the conversation after each and every game. People on Twitter, at Shell Alexander, and on Instagram, at Shell Alexander. We'll be taking your comments and questions all the way through. And you know what? Because I didn't go to you guys early, I'm going to go to you guys right now and get some quick and early takes from Twitter because I... I get the feeling Raptor fans are fired up after this game because this was a bad, bad loss, if you ask me. Uh, First comment here, what's up? My blood pressure, for one thing. Hmm. Next comment from Twitter, Lowry is washed and Kawhi will leave because of it. (laughs) Always every game. Uh, Another comment from Instagram, someone agrees with you. They said JV is missed dearly. Just that Um, little spark, right? I mean, not like he would have turned the tide and won the game for us, but it's just, we got out-rebounded. Like, that's... The Raptors just didn't have it, and yeah. it was another Surge game again. Another big national TV game in the States, yep. TNT, and the, TNT the Raptors curve. didn't show up for this game, right? Like, yep. the same thing happened when they were in San Antonio, yep. and you just go back and look at the schedule, and you see a bunch of these games where the Raptors, for whatever reason, they get off to a horrible start, and then you spend so much energy trying to come back. Yeah. Uh, let me find the stat here because Josh Lewenberg posted it on his Twitter account. Again, people following this, you're probably diehard Raptor fans, but someone to follow in terms of Raptors beat writers, definitely Josh yeah, Lewenberg. Shout out to him. He's really good. But he pointed this out. He said, Raptors cut the deficit to six on four separate occasions in the fourth quarter. Ultimately, they couldn't get over the hump. That's what happens when you dig yourself a 24-point hole. Yep. And – you spend so much time trying to get back that when you get there now... And they get one squeaky little bucket, yeah. it kind of deflates you. Yeah, the Lopez shot yeah. that he hit late, that was just like kind of like, what? Yeah, yeah. But if you point to the very, very end of the game, we sat here watching it as we were setting up all the equipment and stuff, but said the care. Raptors were down six. Mm-hmm. They kept getting stops. Freddie missed a layup missed off the yep. inbound. A great inbound play. Fred just yep. missed a layup. Off the inbound. They get a stop. Next time down the Kyle. floor, Kyle has a wide, wide open, open three, three, doesn't get it to fall. Next time down the floor, Kawhi, Kawhi gets a steal, drives down, has a two-on-one with Serge. I don't really know what he was trying I don't to do. Think it, yeah. it was a little wasn't, awkward. I don't think there was a foul, though, actually. I think they got all ball. but It was just an awkward I mean, we'll have to see move the replay by Kawhi. Over again, yeah, it was. And it he didn't look like he didn't know if he should pass or not. And again, those are three consecutive plays where you're down six and you get Could have nothing. Been a different game, yeah. And so that completely changes it. But you know what? That kind of reminded me of what happened in the Houston game, where he didn't deserve to be in the game yeah. late at all. But for whatever reason, you still had a chance and yet couldn't execute. Yeah. Horrible performance by the Raptors. And one thing I want to bring up, and I want to get your take on this, because I feel like Nick Nurse, and this is not a knock. We're looking at these things, especially when we do these post-game shows. We're looking at 
a game under a microscope, right? So this is not an indictment on Nick Nurse for the whole season. But in terms of this game, I was surprised in the first half where Nick Nurse decided that he was going to once again try to go to a full bench unit. And again, it did not work. The Bucks went on an 11-2 run. They closed on, or they went on an 18-6 run, in fact, before Lowry checked back in. At the time, the Raptors were one of 10 from three. The Bucks started to get it rolling. This is when they started to, you know, get their run going to start. And now, by the time Kawhi Leonard checks back in, the Bucks now have a 10-point lead. And it's like, you lost all the rhythm. The momentum that was built when the crowd was getting back into it, gone. And then we all know what happened. The Bucks go on a big-time lead. That was in the first half. In the second the, half, the, we the talked about thing. it. That's what, yeah. The bench did a great job cutting yeah. the lead down. It got to six, and then he let them go a little you more. Said it. You, you made a good point. Yeah, that exactly. They let it go a little bit more and with the Siakam run. Boom, 13. And it seemed like the whole time Giannis was out because of foul trouble, mm-hmm. Kawhi was out. And then you keep that running the minute you bring Kawhi in, of course, right? They but it's it just one of those things where, again, it was down to six, and yeah. hey, Pascal put in beast mode yes. work during that run with yeah. the bench to get the lead down to six, and then it, it's at six. You can bring your starters back in, or not even your starters, bring Kawhi back in, mm-hmm. right? And then instead, leave the bench in for a couple more possessions. Now that six-point lead, 7-0 run by the Bucks. boom, 13. And it's like, again, now, you're trying to come back. And I don't know. What do you think the nurse's rotation? More importantly, the bench being played as a unit as opposed to staggering your bench and leaving them on with Kyle or leaving them on with Kawhi or two of your big-time starters. I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate and and, and guess. No, that's what this is. It's a conversation. That's cool, Wow, look what I did. You know, I put uh, Siakam with the bench, and they're making this great run. Mm -hmm. You know, is it – I mean – the starters didn't have a great first half. Is it some sort of a little bit of a look and see, bring this type of energy? You know what? But he had it executed properly. Yeah. But he kept it out too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little I too mean, long. A for all the long. games that we've had, and it's been Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi. Today was the game that you should have done it, right? And I mean... Well, just down the stretch, it's yeah, like, yeah. take the plus that the bench was because they kind of made up for how poorly they played in the first half. I think he came in the, seventh minute, uh, the seven minutes left, Kawhi, in the fourth, right? I mean, that's, it was like, yeah, yeah, just under seven just minutes under seven left, seven. yeah. You can't have that. It was just weird, and it's like, you. this is a big game. If you're going to ever extend his minutes, yeah. and hey, load management, I get it. I'm all for it. I totally understand. But this is one of those games where if you're going to extend his minutes, this is where you do it. Yeah. And especially in a game where finally, because to me, we, you mentioned it, right? We talked about the process. And to me, in this game, one of the things I'm trying to figure out is who are my guys that who I'm going to count yeah. on come playoff time when shit starts to hit the fan? Because we know Monroe's. But you need to find that out. OG yeah. didn't get any burn yeah. in the second in the second half. Uh, they came back with DeLon for a bit, but he didn't really get that much burn. But you got to figure out, okay, if it's Kyle, if it's Siakam, yep. if it's... Uh, Kawhi, obviously. Who else are you going? You need to find out who your guys are and shorten that leash. And you saw Fred played 30 minutes in this game, and that was more so because of the second half run. Yeah. Him and Norm played well. But overall, those guys didn't have it in the first half. And there you have a 24-point lead or a deficit, and it's just tough to climb that mountain. Yeah, with the middle of the season, I mean, yeah, the time's kind of getting down to the wire where the coach should be knowing 
his uh, favorable matchups and, mm-hmm. and, and rotation settings. Also, what I said to you earlier, which I'm a big component of, is if we are going to have these games like this, this is going to sound weird, but I don't mind having them to a point. What do you mean? Before the trade deadline. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So your GM kind of sees it and says, okay, you know what? I mean, who knows how big or small of a trade we need to do. I do. I definitely think still think we need something. Yeah. But you don't want to reel off eight wins in a row, six on the road, and then you're, you know, some GMs might say, you know, no, no, we're going to stay the stay the course. Like, we're perfect. We're, we're good, yeah. right? It's so like if you're, you're going to have these weird games, at least do them before the trade deadline, where you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so and you're it, not fooling yourself into exactly. thinking everything's okay, think everything's, everything's okay, fine. And yeah, you yeah. see there's trouble. Yeah. We need another shooter, right? There's, like I said, guys, they're just doubling Kawhi, yeah. and when he kicks it out, we're not making those shots. And you're totally right, because they started to just key in on yeah. Kawhi, and it was kind of like a zone, but it was kind of like matchup zone almost, where everyone was focused in on Kawhi, and he's getting in the lane, and they have such a long and athletic team yeah. that everyone's in the passing lanes, everyone's kind of has a, a hand up to block his shot. It's difficult for him to make plays. And Giannis didn't play that great. No. He was in foul trouble. He had 19 points, no. I think. I mean, you could see in the fourth quarter in the last couple minutes, Siakam played great Dion. He, he was doing what you should do against Giannis. Don't yeah. let him come into the paint mm-hmm. and let him shoot. Yeah. Right, and he was putting his arms back and letting him shoot, and and it's just like when you have games like this where, you know, what the Milwaukee Bucks beat us today. It wasn't the Giannis show, yeah, right, exactly. And they made a little bit of a great comeback, but when you dig yourself a hole like that, it's, it's hard and to come the, back. The story of the game you touched on it earlier. The Raptors started this game one of nine from three at halftime. Two in of fact, seventeen. The Raptors were two of seventeen from three. The Bucks were nine, nine of, of 17. seventeen from three. But Leo brought this up. At the same time, the Raptors were up 26 to 14 points in the paint. So it's almost like... That's because Brooke Lopez is a pretty much a three-point shooter. He exactly. doesn't go in the paint that so much, So it's right? like, do you use the advantage that you have? And it's like, Serge Ibaka is still shooting threes despite being 0 for his last Seven. 17. 0 for 17 in the last few games. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's weird. It's like, bro, you're open for a reason. And I'm not mad at Serge. I'm, I, I feel like there's a lot of other issues just with what happened with the Raptors tonight in this game. If you look at it, Kyle Lowry, the second leading assist guy in the yeah. league, only had three assists in this game. Yeah. He wasn't the same Kyle Lowry that is normally leading this offense, getting Siakam his easy he buckets, getting charge, Serge's easy buckets. But, but if yeah. Kyle's not going to score the 15 to 20 points, yep. the assist number still got to be there. He has to be that playmaker, and it wasn't. It, he wasn't that. Nope. More comments here comments from Instagram. Here. Uh, someone says, this team is not going to the finals. Not this team. <laughs> I agree, man. Nope. Uh, another comment here says, Lowry's trash. Wow. Harsh? I mean, I, I t- tough to argue after a game like this. And I think, obviously, I'm not calling Kyle. I'm not going to call Kyle Lowry trash. But what I'm going to say is, He's this is a trash, trash. performance. Yeah. And you can't have that on a night that you get named as a fifth all-star or your fifth time all-star. And it's just something that I've highlighted and I've talked about before, even going back to last year about this era of the Toronto Raptors, a Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan era of the Toronto Raptors. And these guys were all-stars based off of the rosters built by Masai Ujiri and the program that was built by Masai and Dwayne Casey. What I mean by that is it was the strength of the team. Those two guys were probably the best players, 
but in terms of all stars, they're they're all stars off the strength of the team. Yeah, you see that now as Demar Derozan is not an all star in the Western yeah, Conference. Yeah, I saw that tweet that you put out. Right, it was a good tweet. Well, hey, um, we'll 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 get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to it's a that. good one, Raptors fans. But uh, <laughs> more comments here. Raptors do not show up during big boy games. Totally agree, and I like how you're using the big boy games because we're going to try to make that a thing. I look mm-hmm. at these as big boy games, right? Got to show up. Got to show up. Uh, another comment says, oh, your last podcast is very good. Thank you. Glad you like it. Keep tuning in. Tell your friends. All that fun stuff. <laughs> uh, Bucks didn't play good, but the raps were worse. Totally agree. More comments. The worst thing about this game is Kawhi gets a steal, gets hacked, no call. Next possession, Giannis gets a touch foul. No blaming the refs. But come on, man. Yeah, there's a couple of non-calls on Kawhi. Yeah, I still don't really but I don't get... know if that would have changed the way the game would. Yeah. I mean, it It was the poor play at here's, the first quarter and the second quarter. Here's a question for you, and I want to get your take on this. And it's a great comment here by uh, someone named Diaz underscore co. Diaz. Says, reporter asked Middleton about tonight's game. Middleton says, quote, tonight was a big game for us. Kyle Lowry. Quote, it's just another game. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> do you take anything away from that? Or are you just like, like, or do we have the understanding that? No, I'll yes, take that's... something away from it when I see a Kyle quote that said, this is a big game for us. Because I mean, it seems like I that's think it just is a big game. He's just not going to say that. Yeah, he's just not going to give you that You can't get quote. yourself up for a game in your own court against the leading team. Is it the league? Are they first in the league? Yeah, like, uh, like no, I think Golden State might Did Golden be... State catch them. I think so, or at Anyways. least it's fairly close. But I mean, way. you have a chance to make the tiebreaker, and that I mean, come on, Kyle. I just think it's one of those. Uh, let's see. No, the Bucks have more wins in Golden State, but winning percentage for Golden yeah, State. Yeah, they're one game ahead of Golden State, but the Raptors just didn't play well. At the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. You simply didn't play well, and you got to be able to get up for games like this at home against a top team in the league. Like, there's national TV in the States. And if you think about it, the amount of whining done by Raptors fans. About the we don't get noticed. Raptors organization. Raptors, everybody involved with the Raptors, whining about national TV games in the States. And now you're there. Now you're getting it. You're just laying laying eggs. That is unacceptable. Can't happen. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Someone else bringing up the Boston game. Same thing. Just not being able to play in these big times. The, the, the Milwaukee game here when Brogdon hit that three, and that was a was that a game? The uh, national TV national game? game? I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Just trying to think. It's back too of, far back. Too far back, back for my memory bank. Actually, off the top what of my their head. record would be or how many losses they. Had. Uh, let's see. More comments. They should forget about AD and go for Beal fast. I don't know. If, I think they're only two games. I don't. I, I think Beal's. I don't think they're trading. Yeah, they're pretty close. They're I mean, two and a half it's the NBA. Out. That's where, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Porzingis got traded today. You can see one we of those things to... where Beal just gets traded, right? So, Well, we need to start watching Washington Wizards games and just rooting for them yeah. to lose. Right? They're two and a half games out. Need them to go on a winning well, streak or a losing streak their next few games. Like I said, Porzingis got traded to who? Dallas. And, I mean, he's not. I don't think he's playing this year. So Who? Porzingis. No, right? he's coming so, back. He's coming back. You think he will this year? Yeah. They're saying part of the reason why he was mad or him and the Knicks were having issues is because he wanted to come back and play this year. 
but oh, the Knicks they want to tank. They want to tank. Okay. And get picks. Well, then that so he's working his point. way back to try say, to come back. I was and say like, maybe the Mavs will have Harrison Barnes on the trade block. But. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how the Mavs play it. But Kristaps uh, is projected, like he was projected was to be ready somewhere around the All-Star break. Uh, yes, big news, obviously, Luka. in the NBA. Big trade. We'll get to that in a bit for sure. Uh, more comments. Someone says, I love Kawhi like everyone else, but he lost the game. Two-on-one fast break. He travels and gets blocked twice. If he's a top two, three player in this league, uh, then we need him to make those. That was a four-point swing. You know how many games Kawhi's won for us? <laughs> Come on. We, our record wouldn't be what it is. Kawhi's good. It was, it was an off game. It Kawhi didn't play well. Kawhi him. didn't play well. But again, I don't really think any of the stars played yeah. well. Right? Like, as mentioned... Giannis's stat line wasn't legit either. Like, this was an ugly game by the Raptors. And I know the way that the Bucks shot the lights out in the first half. And that's all they needed. They out-rebounded us. I, I need to notice that, but it, it seemed like they com- doubled. Yeah, the rebounds 50 like nine, to six, 39 six. for the Milwaukee Bucks. But in good opportune times. So. Yeah, they were all over the offensive glass for sure. <laughs> they just kept getting big threes like when a guy like DJ Wilson is coming off the bench and just splashing threes for them. He had 16 points off the bench. That's huge. All of their starters finished in double digits, then add two guys off the bench in double digits as well. You're just getting good play all around from a full team effort. As you mentioned, this wasn't a Giannis. Yeah, it was a Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, which shows good team one real basketball heads. And hey, again, people know I say this all the time. But I say it because there's receipts. You can go back to the games and pay attention to them. But the first time the Raptors played the Milwaukee Bucks this year, there's no Kawhi and there was no Giannis. Yeah. And I remember after they that game, we talked about, well, yeah, they ran the Raptors out of the gym. <clears throat> but I remember one of the things we talked <clears throat> about, was I was Raptors saying, the Bucks are legit. Like, yep. without Giannis, they're still legit. All those other guys, they fit well into their system. They might not individually be, like, Middleton individually might not be a great player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he might yep. not be a superstar player, but he fits well with what they do. Same with Brogdon. Bledsoe's done a really good job of fitting in after getting off to a rough start last season. I feel like he's fitting in a little bit better this year. He's more under control. His shot selection's a, a much better. Obviously, we know defense, mm-hmm. but... The team just plays nice. And Lopez is having a great year. Now, I said it to you, too. It would be, oh, my God, it would be dangerous. If Chicago lets Robin Lopez be a buyout and uh, he goes to play with his brother in Milwaukee. Be, you know what's crazy, though? Lopez, crazy. Lopez in the second half and fourth quarter almost shot the Raptors back into the game. Yeah, he did. Right? Like, yeah. he, he finished one of but eight he's pretty efficient, three. though. He's been efficient this year. Yeah, overall, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just for down the stretch man. in the fourth yeah. oh, quarter. Yeah. No, I know. He, he did not have it. He was missing at the end. Yeah, he's missing mad threes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this is funny because I will give this person credit. I said it before and I'll say it again. The DeRozan stank is still in this locker room. No offense, but you can't have a leader. Wow. I'm not going to finish that because I'm not going to give credence to the rest of that on a public <laughs> forum. But it says I can't I'm not going to read the full yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but we'll discuss it later. Um, let's see. Kyle Lowry managed to embarrass himself again on national TV. Wow. Uh, another comment. Kyle Lowry had more turnovers and assists tonight, by the way, boys. I mean, again, that is not going to happen. That's not going to cut it. Kyle Lowry with five turnovers in this game and three assists. 
Again, he shot four of 11, one of six from, th- from the three. the night that he's named as an all-star reserve. It's, it's just not good. It's not good. And you can't have these kind of games against a team that you know you're going to have to go Play, through in the, playoffs, yeah. in the playoffs. And there's no excuse because we'll move on to the next phase of this conversation a little bit, but... Yeah, it's depressing. The team is currently <laughs> constituted, right? You think that they are, they should be better than the Milwaukee Bucks. The Raptors is currently constituted right now yeah. are a better team than the, the Milwaukee Bucks. And yet you watch this game and kind of their play over the last little while, despite squeaking out wins here and there, but even in the wins, they haven't really looked that great. But at the end of the day, you're looking at the Raptors and you're thinking, this team needs to make a move if you're serious about making the finals, no? Do you agree with that? The Raptors need to make the move you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I'm a big component to that. Yes. The way they're constructed, I do not believe they can win the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Because common playoff time, crunch time, they're going to be all over Kawhi. Yep. And like I said, if he doesn't have a good shot where he pulls his pullback, where he tries to dish it out to the behind the arc, whether it's Fred or Kyle or certain... They're missing most of those shots, so they need another shooter. Danny Green's been amazing. Yeah. And we've been over this and over this podcast and podcast. But, again, they do need another shooter. That's 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they need they need another star. And the reason why I'm, I've am i been so, like, heavy Even on it lately. Shooter. If they can't get a star, at least a shooter. Here's the, my biggest worry. My biggest worry is that Masai rolled the dice traded again you referenced a tweet i posted earlier yeah masai traded a non-all-star in the west demar derozan for a top five mvp candidate in Kawhi Leonard. you have a one year all in let's go and my biggest fear is that you're gonna waste this one year of Kawhi leonard by just losing in like the second round because he doesn't have anyone to help and when i say anyone to help yes of course you need more from Kawhi than you got in this game you need 30 pieces from Kawhi, right yeah. You need 30 spots from Kawhi, no doubt. But who is that other consistent score? Because here's the thing. Here's what I've been hearing from Raptor fans when we're talking about the Anthony Davis stuff. Oh, no, well, if we can do it with it with keeping Siakam, yeah. right? And it's like, guys, listen, I love first, Siakam. Yes. I think Siakam well, is a great this. young yeah. buck. I think he's played really well. Tonight, you saw a, a span where he just dominated on both ends of the and floor. And is probably watching, so... Hey, good on Pascal. Thank you. But there's no way that Pascal Siakam is untouchable. If you're the Toronto Raptors and this year you're going all in, he's not that player. No, the reality of this game is he had a sensational run, but let's be serious. The Raps were down 20. He's on the court with his bench against Milwaukee's bench. bench. So let's put things in the context and realize that Anthony Davis is a top five player in the NBA right now. And what one year older than Siakam. Yeah. I know he, Here's the thing. What I said to you, I'm a big fan of Siakam. Mm-hmm. Everybody He's is. a great complimentary player. Yes. Okay? With Kawhi here. Let God, man, if we got Kawhi and Anthony Davis and we had Siakam, yes. But his, his trade ceiling is never going to be as high as it is now. Mm-hmm. He's going to be guaranteed in there. I personally think, like I said, let's just say, okay, it's, the rumors have been going on if the Raptors do do it. What I think is going to happen, because New Orleans wants to rebuild, but also want to kind of do something now, too. They're really not in tank mode yet. They love Drew Holiday. They're not getting rid of him. They think he could be a shooting guard. 
I think if the Raptors do do something, this is just me speaking, I can see them doing JV first salary, one of OG or Siakam. It's going to be Siakam. Mm-hmm. And I can see them throwing in Kyle. Okay? Because they could have Kyle as a point guard and Drolly. Coming back would be Anthony Davis, Alfred Payton, and who knows, maybe Meritage. But I could see something going big like that. What's going to happen? Probably not. But the thing is, if you get Anthony Davis, we all know this. Even if you go for your run out, because you put all your besides put all his chips in the middle, and you have a combination of Serge, Kawhi, Anthony Davis. Even if Kawhi walks at the end of the year, you can have another run with Anthony Davis for next season. Or the smarter thing, which I would do, is you you put him on the block. Yeah. On July first. Yeah. And you get all your assets back. And you have a wonderful, amazing run like the Blue Jays did <laughs> in 2015 that people remember and rejoice even if you take the Warriors to game six or seven and lose. Like, I mean, you have to do this. Now, I think we are all in, and I'm pretty sure Masai's been calling, or sorry, Bobby Webster, has yes. been calling Demps, but it's up to them. And that's a whole other other story. Well, you, here's the thing, right? Because you have it reported, like it's out there already, that, they, that the Raptors have made an offer for should. Anthony Davis. Yeah. You have it out there that as quickly as it was that Christoph Porzingis was available, you had it out there that the Raptors were preparing an offer for Christophs today. Like that I was a story that. from Woj. Yeah, so, so was Brooklyn, there's about, I saw on a bleacher board, there's for, about seven, eight. For sure. Yeah. But I just mean in terms of Raptors fans in this mentality of, is Masai cool with this team right now, or is he trying to make moves? And the fact that you're hearing, one, in terms of the Bradley Beal sweepstakes, for lack of a better and term, it was reported that, no, but it was reported that the Raptors had made it known among, I forget what the exact quote is, so I'm paraphrasing this right now. It was in the Beach Bleacher Report. Yes, they've made it known throughout league circles that or front office circles that they're in the market for an elite shooting guard. That, to me, sounds like Bradley Beal. Cool. Yes. It was also reported, as mentioned, with the Anthony Davis story. Raptors put together a package for that. Same with Kristaps. So Masai's out here trying to make moves. My whole point to all this is, you have Kawhi Leonard for one year. Yeah. You do not waste it by saying you don't want to give up Pascal yeah. Siakam. Yeah. Because I feel like people think Pascal Siakam is like 20 years old. Yeah. And he's not. He's 24. He's a right? year so younger like, than Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis is the best five in the league. Well, I'm just saying it in the sense that, like, okay, I understand that Pascal just started playing basketball yeah. not too long ago. Late. And so he's super raw, and he's going to get better, and you don't know how much better he's going to get, but he's 24 years old, right? And you're hoping, hoping, right? That he becomes an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> you're hoping that he turns into what Anthony Davis is. Yeah. And again, I keep having to bring this up to emphasize it for the people in the back that might not hear. Let's don't do it. Two years from now, right, when Pascal is now the man on your team. In 26. Spicy P is a man on your squad. What's the rest of the team like? Exactly. Are you in the same position right now? Is he a top five player in the league? No. Like Kawhi Leonard is a top five player in the league right now. And will you have the opportunity to add pieces around him to realistically be talking about the NBA Finals? Yeah. You do not get these opportunities if you're the Toronto Raptors as an organization very often. And what sh- what's shocking to me, okay, is watching what happened with the DeMar DeRozan trade 
and the, the majority of cried. Raptors fans, well, yeah, the majority of Raptor fans now. being, yeah. oh no, I can't believe we gave yeah. him Demar. He He's the face Toronto. of our franchise. Yeah. He loved Toronto. Kawhi and doesn't now, even want to be here. He's not even going to show up. What Kawhi is balling. So after watching that, how are we having the same conversation, conversation. again, where it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to give up Siakam. Like it, it makes no sense to me. And again, I mean, we're biased. I get it. We all love Siakam's great. I, I think Siakam's a great complimentary player. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't. Listen, when I look into my crystal ball, I just, I don't, I could be wrong. Play these back. I don't see in 2021 Pascal Siakam leading the Toronto Raptors to the fifth, fourth seed. Like, I just, I hope, I don't know. If I look at my crystal ball, brother, I see Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis mm -hmm. leading your Toronto Raptors to the and you know what? NBA Finals. Here, here's a greater point. Masai Ujiri is a lot smarter than me and you. He's a lot smarter than anyone else listening to this. And Bobby you know what? Webster, you He's mean. proven. No, I'm giving this to Masai. Bobby <laughs> Webster still got to earn his chips. I hear what you're saying, though. But the point I'm making, though, is that, you know, Masai's proven that he's also smarter than a lot of other GMs in the NBA. Yeah, so if a there's a way that he can pull these moves off without giving up Pascal Siakam, of I'm course. pretty sure Masai would find a way to do it. Then you'd have to probably put in. Two first rounds, if that's whatever even possible. it is, whatever it is, I'm pretty sure Masai would find a way to do it and get it done. And our man Jeff Jeff Berg, he always comments on the on the YouTube. I, guys, I read the comments on the YouTube; they're yeah. great. And there's a guy, his handle I think is Jeff Berg. Okay, he's the one who also he told us that Anthony Davis cannot be traded to Boston because of the Rose Rule. He's a smart, smart dude, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm we've sure been talking whatever, about that what, for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, whatever we say, I'm sure he'll correct us. But no, we've been talking about that for the whole year. It's a designated player rule, yeah. right? So. Because he, he but traded he'll correct for us, that. and if you can throw in, he'll correct me. If you can <laughs> throw in uh, two first rounds in, in in a trade, it just can't be success, yeah, consecutive years. Consecutive years, so 2021, yeah. 2023. Uh, Jeff will let us know. More comments. If games continue like this, I think Ujiri will swap and trade some of our young core and second unit. I mean, it's just a matter of here you are, everything's right in front of you, you got to make the move. Yeah. Got to make the move and go for it. There's a comment here on Twitter I saw. Did I forget it already? Uh, let's see. Someone says, the rap should be banned from national TV. You know it's bad when Weber is... Wow. I guess Chris, well, Weber, Chris Weber on the was, other... Uh, Chris Weber was talking about mental health. I guess... I don't know. I, like, we didn't watch the yeah, TNT we broadcast. The so I don't know what Chris Weber was talking about. But clearly, maybe he was wondering... Like, the Raptors... Because someone else here is saying weak mentality plus uh, lack of focus equals never showing up in big games. I'm not here to comment on anyone else's mental health, first off. Yeah. But I'll say this much. The Toronto Raptors, like, when you're no-showing in games like this, that tells me you're not prepared. Yeah. Whoever that falls upon, that if we want to say that falls on the coach, which I'm sure some of it does, for sure. But, like, you cannot come into these games unprepared. And what I was talking about earlier were plays like, you know, Siakam's guarding Giannis and he's running out at him at the three-point line. And it's like, no, you want Giannis to shoot threes. You don't run out on him like yeah. that so he can blow by you to the basket. That's what he wants to do. That's just not following the game plan. That's not following the scouting report. That's a lack of focus. Kyle right? and Serge had a little oopsie. Yeah. Yeah. Passed him, hit him in the back. Then you saw Kyle took that charge. Yeah. He was yelling at Serge. Run, yeah. It looked like he was saying run straight. I mean, it, yeah, someone brings up a point. Someone brings up a point. What do you think about this? That maybe I, they say, I agree. I wonder if Nurse was trying to showcase the bench to Pelicans brass. You kind of mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's hope. Like I said, 
If you're going to have weird games like this, you want it before February 7th. After February 7th, it's just an internal problem. Yeah. All right. Um, because you uh, talked about this with Webby, talked about it a bit on the other podcast I was doing solo. What's your take on this whole Anthony Davis thing? Where do you what do you think is going to happen? What what do you want to happen? Like outside of obviously so, as a Raptor fan, we want him on the Raptors. But what do you think is going to happen? Bias away from being a Raptor fan, I really do think the Raptors are players in it, yeah. serious players. It's a head scratch about the Knicks. I, I to me, I think the. Przingis trade is them clearing out cap space for next year. Mm-hmm. They were mentioned to be in it. Listen, it's the Lakers and the Raptors. And I'm going to tell you what. For some reason, New Orleans wants Lonzo Ball. Maybe it's the Ball family. Maybe they think they can sell tickets because of it. But they want to have Drew Holiday play the two guard. Mm-hmm. Lonzo's camp has come out and said now that if he does get traded to New Orleans, he wants out. That's not helping Magic in the Lakers. Well, it's just like, so, also, Lonzo Ball, you don't get to the pit. Yeah, like, exactly. You're in a rookie you? contract, brother. What, so, from what I've heard is they've put together a bunch of packages. And I guess it's up for Demps to decide. But yeah, I the mean, story it, came it, out it, that Magic has sent over five different Zubiak trade and, scenarios. And, and, yeah. and is like, hey, pick one of these. But funny, though, quote, that Popovich was saying. Yeah, there's a, there's a story out there, and it, it started from Stephen A. Smith, and then Woj kind of corroborated it without corroborating it. Yeah. But essentially, Stephen A. Smith was saying that he found out that Greg Popovich contacted Del Demps, the GM of the Pelicans, and said, essentially, don't cave to don't the Lakers. Cave. That's what he said. Yeah. Right? Like, don't give in to the Lakers and just trade them to the Lakers just because they're trying to force your hand. And the interesting part about that whole thing is when you pay attention to what's happened with Paul George, right? Yeah. Paul George wanted to go to the Lakers. The Indiana Pacers weren't happy with his trade request. And also they weren't going to send him to a place that he wanted to go to. They ended up sending him to OKC. Yeah. Now it worked out for OKC and Paul George, but that wasn't the thought process, but that wasn't the thought process going in, right? They tried to make the best deal for themselves while also sending him somewhere. He didn't want to go Popovich again, Kawhi wants to go to LA. LA. Well, how about Toronto? Right. So notice this, you know, players trying to use their leverage to say, Hey, this is where I want to go. And the team's kind of saying, no, 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 not so fast. We're going to send you somewhere. And I bring this up because I agree with you. And I talked about it on the last pod. The raps are in a position where they're in a win now mode, obviously, because Masai just rolled the dice and showed you that he was willing to give up the face of the franchise to make a big move to get Kawhi for one year and one year only with no guarantee of anything. Anthony Davis and his agent, Rich Paul, are trying to force the hand of the Pelicans and the Lakers by telling teams, by leaking to the media, hey, I'm going to the Lakers in 2020. I'm not going to sign long-term with any other team other than the Lakers, if you trade for me. If you're Masai Ujiri, you're saying, cool, (laughs) right? And how many other teams are going to be that willing to take that risk when Masai's already in that one-year-only mode? That's why I think, and I've been saying, the Raptors have a much better chance of getting Anthony Davis than people are giving them credit for. I I That's what I believe. And I, I, I mean, yeah, you know, probably it could be the Lakers if that's the way it is, but I think... If they give them the 2021, 2020, 2021, 2021st first pick, 
you throw in Siakam, you throw in JV, and I'm being honest, you throw in Kyle and take back Alfred Payton, which is a bit of an upgrade for them. Now, I don't know if the Raptors would do that because they'd be... Yeah, it's money. You'd have to add in more from the Pelican side for sure to make the money match, but I know what you're talking about. You're talking about just like the framework of a deal, right. you know, trying to make the the pieces fit because you can make the money work. You always can yeah. figure out how to make the money work. So I understand what you're saying. I think that if there is a way to do that, it'd be tough, but I don't know. Like Messiah's proven that he is willing to, to, to shock everybody, yeah. right? Like he's going to do what's best for the team now. And if the ultimate goal is winning a championship and you're there right now, I mean, why are you worried about what Siakam's going to be 22? Right. Yeah. Like that makes, oh. it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, the reason I bring this up is just because I totally think. What do I think is going to happen? Yeah, do you I think, think the Pelicans he gets traded before the seventh. Um, I think he does into the Lakers because, and the reason I say that is just because I don't think the Pelicans GM is a good GM. No, as he's proven been a GM by for a while too, right? He's yeah, there with Chris Paul, and, and so he's done nothing to show that he's a great general manager and he's going to make a good trade. So somehow they're going to butcher this, but. I also just think they should take the Lakers deal because the Lakers deal is very, if you're telling me you can come away with Lonzo Ball, yeah. Ingram, Kuzma, Kuzma Zubac, Zubac, and, and a pick, first, like, which would be about for Anthony Davis, 20th. who's leaving in a year anyways, of course you take that deal. I'm not waiting until, uh, Bo until Boston Boston's jumps in because you're not guaranteed. Danny Ainge can say all he wants right now that he's going to put Tatum in a deal. He's not. If the Celtics make a major run during this playoff and Tatum balls out, he's going to try to keep Tatum. Here's the thing about the Boston thing. And, and, and one of the reasons why I think that they came out now is because the career and the Rose rule, whatever, I, I know they can't trade him. And if you've known, if you've been watching, Ron has had, a little bit of a beef with Danny Ainge. Yes. And Anthony Davis's agent, mm -hmm. Clutch, Rich Ball. Yep. I think they're kind of trying to stick it to Danny Ainge. I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Right? In a weird way. And that's the, that's the way the NBA is. I mean, it's just, it's not, it's no coincidence that they're coming out when they know that the Celtics are somewhat handcuffed because there's no way that they're taking Kyrie back who's going to be a, a free agent. Here's right? the thing. LeBron is one of the most calculated people in terms of how he dominates storylines. LeBron's back today too, guys. Yes. LeBron came back, which you could read in multiple Perfect different ways. Perfect month re relaxation. And let the bench, let the Lakers show what they have. They're young guys, right? But you could read that in multiple ways, right? This is a big game because they're trying to catch the Clippers, right? Mm -hmm. But also, they need to win. But does this tell you that LeBron's like, I don't know how much time I have if we do get Anthony Davis. Like, I can't wait for Anthony Davis. We need to start getting wins because I know Anthony Davis is yeah. coming. Yep. Or is he just like, no, 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 we got to start getting wins regardless of what happens because I'm kind of worried now that we might lose and get too far back because he doesn't want to have a first-round matchup against, against Golden State. Exactly, right? So interesting that LeBron is, is finally back tonight. But again, the way that this is all playing out, if I'm the Pelicans, I just make the deal because what do you like? You've already you removed him. You but make you, the deal. You removed him from your team videos and all that. Yeah. Like you want to get over with this. Like well, what your team is just is, in the headlines for negativity. What they're saying is, I heard though too, he has a finger injury or something. Yeah. right now, yep. maybe you could make him have surgery and set him out for the rest of the year. I mean, he'd have to agree to but, that though. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you would get the same offer from the Lakers brass as you would on February 7th, but... But LeBron is too I mean, calculated why? for that. Yeah, LeBron's why, why not trying that? to throw yeah, away exactly. a year of his prime in L.A. Plus, also, you mentioned Danny Ainge stuff. Yeah. I mean, are we supposed to believe that it's a coincidence that a couple days after Danny Ainge is asked about LeBron James uh, calling himself the GOAT and Danny Ainge referencing LeBron James's uh, role within the media or yeah, his manipulation of the media, about you comparing you it to Donald Trump? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we supposed to think that LeBron... A couple of days later, just decides. No, no, no. A couple of days later, he decides. You know what? I'm going to drive around in my car, singing a song called "Rewind," while tagging Kyrie Kyrie Irving, just to make this a thing. A couple of days later, are we supposed to just think that's all a coincidence? Then a couple of days later, but then a couple of days later, oh, clutch sports, where Anthony Davis wants to trade when the Celtics really want Anthony Davis. Kyrie said that he wants to reunite with LeBron and. Now, Clay says if Golden State doesn't offer him the max, he might go to the Lakers if they were to get AD. Right? There's just so many moving parts. I mean, I made the post today. I did a post on my Instagram, and it was, at the moment, that Demps wasn't answering the Lakers' phones, but every other team's. And I said, good, because we have the NBA players who are trying to orchestrate these super teams. If you want to have a super team, you know what? Draft better. Yeah. But... I guess. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's because actually an update to that later on in the day. Someone else said like, now, now he is taking, is taking Magic's calls. calls, right? And it's just like, it's how long do you want if you're New Orleans and you're the owner of New Orleans? How much longer do you want the the headlines of involving that, your team yeah. being something negative? Yeah. Don't you want to just move on to whatever the next phase is? Yeah. Like, they, why have this and, drag and out? The, why the have owners, this cloud over your, and your people team? People don't know the owners is the owners of the Saints, the football team, right? Yeah. They're not really a basketball family. I mean, there's a lot of rumors. I mean, if they don't get it together, they may be on the move. Mm-hmm. Seattle, I personally think, hello, Vegas. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, they got to get this all settled with and have a team rolling within the next couple seasons if not next season yeah you know to to see where this is gonna go meaning they gotta trade him so someone writes in saying chris weber was on the raptors all night about overthinking in big games that's what chris weber was talking about uh, on the tnt broadcast says the guy who called a non-timeout <laughs> in college <laughs> come on overthinking bro you didn't even know there was a timeout uh, that's funny come on see web I don't know. It's interesting. And we bring up the Anthony Davis. We bring up the Kristaps Porzingis basically to ask you Raptor fans, what do you guys think? Guys and girls, what do you what do you think? Should the Raptors be in the market trying to make big-time moves? It sounds like, I mean, with all the chatter going on, it sounds like Masai is ready. They should. Will. Will. Will they? Do you guys I actually yes. think I say yes. that they will? Masai's not sure. Leave in the comments. Down. If you do, who? If it's AD, Beal, is there some mystery... Masai's not chilling at the deadline. I think it's obvious now. We've seen Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, like, at the start of the year, I've been saying the Raptors are making it to the finals as long as Kyle Lowry is Kyle Lowry. Once Kyle Lowry, you know that he's not that Kyle Lowry, you got to make a move. Yeah. We've been talking about it. You need that secondary scoring. Someone else who can get you buckets. Like, any time can give you the 25. And I don't think that's Siakam yet. I don't think that's Surge. Nope. And we're seeing that it's not Kyle. 
So you got to go out and make a move because you don't want to waste this one year of Kawhi Leonard. You don't want to do that. So if that means you got to give up something to get Bradley Beal, you do it. He's still signed for another year. If you got to give up a lot to get Anthony Davis, you do it. Like or even something small to get Marcus on. Not a not a lot of fans. Yeah, I'd still were be in on getting Marcus on. But I mean anything. I'd so, still be listen, in on getting Marcus on. Gasol could shoot the three. You know what I mean? He's good without the ball. He's a He's solid a NBA big man, and it's amazing what a winning, switching over to yeah. a winning culture or a winning franchise will do to your motor and your health. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. You start to fight yeah, through a lot more true. things that's to make sure you're true, still in yeah. the lineup as opposed to being on the grizz and being like, oh, my back's kind of sore. Yeah. I think I'm going to sit this one out tonight, coach. You know what I mean? And that's I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying the Raptors need an upgrade. You need to take advantage of what you have with Kawhi Leonard and to the people – who I'm going to say this and this is going to sound this is going to sound bad but honestly I'm telling you guys if you are questioning whether or not you give up Pascal yeah. Siakam for Anthony Davis I question how much you know about the, the game basketball. of basketball because if you have Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis on your team like what are we talking about what are we talking about do we need the reminder that Anthony Davis is averaging 29 points 13 rebounds and 2.6 blocks <laughs> per game <laughs> what planet are we on right now? Yeah, but what's Siakam average? <laughs> right? Like what? Yeah. Oh, man, this is so crazy. But again, as Mikey said, let us know what you guys think. Should the Raptors, will the Raptors make a big move? What do you guys think about Kristaps? Do you want to talk about the Kristaps deal for a bit? Give a quick little two minutes. Yeah. Your thought on the Kristaps Porzingis deal. Let me just see if I could read out I the like, actual trade of what went down. It's Wesley Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., and DeAndre Jordan for Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr. And two first know. round picks. No. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, two first round picks. Wow. But it's in like years to come. It's like so the 2020. Next game, the, the Mavs two first? No, 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 no. The Mavs, no. Mavs give the Knicks. Okay, no, there was another Nick head in there. It was Tim Hardaway, Kristaps Przingis. Trey Burke. Burke. Who I, Tim Hardaway Jr. Courtney Tim Hardaway Jr. is a good scorer. Yeah, Courtney Lee. So um, the Knicks I trade. I like it with Luka. I think that'd be a great little European yeah. punch. <laughs> it's just a good duo going forward, yeah. right? Like you have a lot of people turning to the obvious comparison because they're two white guys. Let's be serious. And that's yeah. how dumb people are sometimes. They're like, oh, Steve Nash and Dirk were white. Luca and Kristaps are yeah, white. Yeah. That's the new age Dallas Mavs. And it's like, cool, I get it. But let's focus on basketball, like yeah. actual basketball. And Kristaps Porzingis is he's a an le- all-star. He's, an all- he's a solid, solid, he's, solid he's, NBA he's, player. It's, it's the DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins effect where you kind of – you see the injury, it keeps them out for a while, and you, you really don't appreciate what they are. Mm-hmm. Because if Boogie didn't get injured like that, and let's just say he went to Golden State on a full bill of health, people would be losing their mind, shitting themselves more than it did because he had an Achilles heel, right? Like a, a, an Achilles injury. That's the same. Kristaps, he's an all-star. That's why 10 teams are fighting for him. That's why your Raptors were fighting for him. Yeah. And I think Dallas made a great move. I don't know what the hell the Knicks were thinking. I guess they're clearing up cap space. I like the move for Dallas. I think it's a great I love move. The move for Dallas. I mean, Dallas getting uh, Kristaps Porzingis, it's and a not great really move. Giving up anything to give up. Yeah, I mean, you're giving up two future first round picks. And well, yeah, yeah. Two future which first probably round picks. Probably will be middle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I don't know Dennis if they're Smith Jr. was. Wanted out anyways. Yeah, you're trading Dennis Smith Jr. anyways. DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews are expiring contracts, so yeah. will probably just get bought out anyways. So to me, the Knicks, the only way this trade makes sense 
is if you have a wink, wink, nudge, nudge deal Kevin with Durant. Kevin Durant coming and next Kyrie. season. That's the and only way. Zion. That's the only <laughs> way this deal makes sense for the Knicks. You have some backroom maybe deal. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Hey, but. that Kevin Durant and someone. Well, I'd assume once you get Kevin Durant, it's going to be easy to lure someone, lure someone else to come. Else, of course. But yeah. there's no way that this trade makes sense for the New York Knicks if you don't have. Kevin Durant. I'm not saying Jimmy Butler. I'm not saying any of the because there's a lot of names available. Yeah, but you need a big time. You you're yeah. you're giving away Kristaps Porzingis, who yes is injured, but he's on his rookie deal. He's proven that he's at least he's, a border stop, a borderline all star. He's going to commit to signing. But my point is, you're, you're giving up someone who is really really good on their rookie on a good deal. Yep. for future first round picks and cap space. Like no. unless you know someone is coming. Namely, Kevin Durant, this trade makes no sense, or you're just the same old Knicks making yeah. dumb moves. Which, I mean, uh, essentially takes them out of the AD trade rumors because they weren't well, yeah, brought I'm, into yeah. it. I mean, unless they're going to flip those picks, I, mean, I, I think this takes them out of it. I yeah. think they said, okay, we know we don't have a shot. Them said no thing. It and just, they went on to their next yeah, move. Yeah, I think it... It fills their. I think they have $74 million yeah, in cap space, space in next league. year. Yeah. Plus... They're tanking, obviously, so you're hoping that they get Zion or RJ or, or uh, who's the guy, Jay Moran? Is yeah. that his name, Jai Moran? I think I'm pronouncing that wrong, but he's a flyer. Like, this young buck, like, I think they're gonna get check Zion. the video. But I think, I, I think they get the number one pick. The point is, the Knicks are trying to tank and hopefully get Kevin Durant. If that doesn't happen, then this is an abomination of a trade for the New York Which Knicks. Which has been them for the last 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Since the Spreewell days. Yeah. And Allen Houston. Yeah. So, again, just to wrap up what's gone on today within the NBA circles, the New York Knicks have acquired Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and two future first-round picks for Christoph Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., Trey Burke, and Courtney Lee Courtney to the Lee, Dallas Mavericks. Wow. So this means everyone's for sale, then, right? Because I like Noah Vaughn. Do you know what's crazy? Oh, on the Knicks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would They're love just to tanking. get him. I mean, we missed out on Ken Fareed. I really would have liked to got yeah, him. Yeah. But he seems to fit the bill as a similar kind of energy player like him. All, do, you know what this, do you know what this told me, though? That anything is up for grabs within the next, uh, within the next week until the deadline. Because the way that this all played out today, Woj sent out a tweet that said, Chris Porzingis is on the table, right? Yep. Then he sent out a tweet listing like six teams, apparently making packages for Chris. For and Chris the Raptors Ops. were one of them. And the Raptors were one of them. And then ten minutes later, there's a tweet a saying, "Oh, deal done. He's gone to the the maps." And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And that's the fishy part. Oh, about this, this week's gonna be fun. Part about this: the Knicks, at Kristaps asked for a trade. But these, the, him and they played the Mavericks. But it's the fishy. Other day, that doesn't make and sense. They were shaking hands, and it looks like. They but that had, doesn't make sense. Do. Yeah. Like, there's no way, as Frank yeah. Isola, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is another great follow, if you are a basketball head, you should follow Frank Isola. He works for uh, the New York Daily News. No, he switched from New York Daily News. He used to work there. Uh, now works for The Athletic. He's always on Around the Horn Everyone's on ESPN. On now, um, but here's what Frank Isola said that I think sums up just the gong show the Knicks are. He said, so in an attempt to make Kristaps look bad, it's leaked that he allegedly asked for a trade. Within an hour, a blockbuster deal is done. <laughs> if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. It's like, <laughs> sir, you got Kristaps at the door. Bring him in. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want a trade? Say no more. 
<laughs> right? Like that doesn't even make sense. Calls up Mark Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> right? God, yeah. So anything is possible. So why can't Masai be trying to get Anthony Davis by tomorrow? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Do it. You do not want to waste this year no. of Kawhi Leonard. Go all in. Do what you do, Masai. Speaking of Kawhi, I want to do a fun little thing you guys can comment to. I wanted to do a thing of over under. Okay. I'm listening. Over under. I'm thinking of a great, perfect number, but I'll say six and a half. Six and a half games for the rest of the regular season that Kawhi will sit out do only load management. Over or under. Uh, Not if he's hurt. Under. You think under? Yeah, under. Yeah. How much? I'll confidently take the under. Even if they're secured a spot. Nope, confidently take the under. With, you know, seven they only games have, left. They only have two more back-to-backs left. Okay. So even if you guarantee two games, that's only two. And, yeah, I'm going to take the under. under. Okay. Confidently Comment take two, the guys. Under. I uh, mean, six and a half might have been a little bit, too, maybe five and a half. That's okay. But we'll see. I'd still take the under. Yeah. <laughs> Load manager. But hey, Not if he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, no tweet I know Legit came out and said, DMP decision load management nope i hear you i hear you but people let us know what you think find us on uh wherever you're listening to this podcast comment there of course mr bellamo where can the people find you if they want to get some of your hot takes in between these games on twitter i need some more followers on there mike underscore bellamo b-e-l-l-o-m-o of course find me on instagram mike bello underscore six please find me on the youtube we have a YouTube comment. I love all the comments. Yeah. There's some funny stuff. People just make fun. Say what you want. I love it. It's Laugh. a lot of fun. It's all fun, man. It's all a good time, Correct right? us whatever we're wrong. Yeah. You said something silly. You know, Jeff Bergwell, you guys are smart dude. Man. It's, and, uh, you know, yeah, just comment and also add me up, man. Hit yeah. Me up, guys. Again, we're building this as a community for Raptors fans to discuss their team in one of the craziest seasons in franchise history. We're not like even the games that I'm like by myself. I'm really with you guys, right? So it's like it's a constant conversation. There's a a couple other people you talk. The city of Toronto is embracing this too. There's so many other great little forums and great little Instagram pages and 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 stuff like that. It's good to see that the city of Toronto is is really embracing this coming a really smart basketball town too for sure it's great and we just tried to add another platform for that of course you know we got the ball on blast podcast you can check that out on the same feed with my guy andrew webster that we do on uh once every week we do that as well it's more of an nba chat you can find that on the same feed again that is on blast podcast on uh google play on itunes on SoundCloud, and of course on YouTube. Just search Sheldon Alexander or On Blast Wrap It Up. You can find that. And of course, this is the Wrap It Up podcast after each and every Toronto Raptors game, except for Sunday, because it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I will be at a Super Bowl party. The Raptor game is at like 3 o'clock or something like that. If they go into overtime, you'll probably miss the first quarter. Not (laughs) trying to sorry, Raptors, but... If you guys want the the Clippers autographs, go to the... the, What's what's the the bar at the ACC? The Scotia Bank. Oh, real sports. Real sports. Yeah. Guaranteed that the team that always comes in the Super Bowl plays the Raptors. They always go there. Yeah, for sure. 
So again, thank you guys for tuning in to not only this Wrap It Up podcast, but of course the Ball on Blast podcast. We appreciate all the love. Shouts to all the people listening to the podcast. Shouts to the people on Instagram on that feed that's about to go out in 30 seconds. So I apologize, but shouts and salutes to you guys for always tuning in. Shout out to the people that are always on Twitter live after each and every game. We all love Appreciate the comments, the questions. Thank you for riding with us and for the city of Toronto and your Toronto Raptors. And we always give the biggest of salutes to the YouTube people. Oh, yeah. Right? Follow up wherever you're at. Follow, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Tell your friends because, of course, you used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time. See ya. Peace, guys. Boom, blast.